I'm Peter Martin. Yeah, I'm Adam S. And this is the You'll Hear It Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. See, that's how you do it. Yeah, well, that's why we changed up the order. I wanted to, I wanted to hear how to do it. I know since I've learned about your new interest in leadership, you're like the Tony Robbins of jazz. <laughs> Leading from behind the piano. Um, great. So today, this is one of those fun episodes where the title is not a question or a list, but it's a command. And it is... <laughs> Stop copying other players. Now, mic drop, bam, you'll hear it. <laughs> but th- I feel like, does this title go against what we usually tell people? Well, on the surface, it does. But just like everything <laughs> on this podcast, and just like Adam, you and I, our personalities, when you scratch us below the surface, you'll tickle us and we'll laugh. Okay, no. don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you, when you scratch below this, do you scratch below the surface? I've never scratched... Yeah. Dig below the surface. Okay. Maybe. Okay. When when you go below the surface level, there's a lot there. This is deep, man. This is deep. I mean, That's why we're, we're digging, digging. deep. <laughs> we're digging deeper into you. No, it does seem like it goes because we say listen, we say emulate, we say learn from, we even say steal from great players. That's how you learn to play this music. So, but yeah, the the reason we say this, I just want to reiterate this because the other day on the episode I forgot to mention this. The reason we say to do this is not because we have some secret scroll that tells us this or because we're dogmatic. Mm-hmm. It's because we've observed this in a huge number of great players that they did this in order to learn to play this music. So you can go, and I mean, I'm just thinking about players that I know and have personally been around and heard their testimony. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking about like Roy Hargrove. He's pretty good, right? Yeah, he's okay. Is that good enough for you? No, that's good enough. Roy Hargrove listened to a lot of different players, learned a lot of solos at the piano, at the trumpet. He learned saxophone solos. He can play them. He learned a bunch of things by years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's not the only thing that made him a great player. But it's like a, a thread that I see running through a number of great players that I've had the, the, the privilege to be around. So mm-hmm. it works, you know. So he, he learns from them. He absorbs what they're doing. But what, what do we mean by stop copying? Okay, so yeah, don't just take it like you're going to take one person. And I see this with certain great players get copied so much like Michael Brecker I don't know why like you have these saxophone players that they learn this stuff but they just want to be them you can learn somebody's solo learn their style even read their biography even put a poster of them up in your bedroom I guess but it doesn't mean you need to copy them we still need to be original jazz musicians Roy Hargrove learned Freddie Hubbard I mean you can hear it in his playing Lee Morgan but I've never heard him copying somebody per se I mean I've heard him kind of joking around at a sound check like check out this Lee Morgan vibe or whatever you know but that's not what he performs like the influence is there yeah. but he's not copying he's learning from I, I don't know what's 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 the best kind of vernacular distinction we could make I don't know if emulating? there is one but yeah, emulating might be but you know this actually reminds me of that of that episode uh, earlier this week where we had that question that user question mm-hmm. uh, about you know, plug and play or whatever. Oh, plug and play. You know the what I mean? infamous plug and play episode. Now we're getting back to that. No, but it is kind of like this thing of uh, there is a difference, right, between being inspired by, being influenced by, and then straight up like copying and not having your own sound with things. So this kind of goes hand in hand with developing your own sound. I think you're right to bring up Roy Hargrove so much because he's such an original voice obviously someone who's learned from the masters and, and is very fluent in the language uh, of the music that came before him, but has, yeah. with his personal style and with his, you know, great writing and just being him has made his own thing. I think there's a lot of excellent musicians, you included, who have done that as well, who are steeped in it and, and have really made their own, their own sound out of it. 
you know, it, it's a fine line. It's, it's, it takes a lot of judgment. It takes a lot of listening. And it takes a lot of, like, personal, personal judgment. Yeah, and I think maybe if we could help folks in anything with this, it would be finding that fine line. Like, you know you're getting close to it and maybe crossing it when you're trying to do things like as far as copying players like copy the way they talk <laughs> like something that doesn't have the, has something to do with the way they play yeah. copy the way they dress yeah yeah you know I mean we're wearing the same shirt though I just want to point that out right right now. but I mean but, but it's it's not like Charlie Parker you know <laughs> Charlie Parker shirt no I mean I think that that I mean that's fine look when you're young we all went through stages of idolizing and then that leads to lionizing and all the Isings that we can do the great Isings <laughs> the, the great Isley brothers <laughs> Ising brothers but I mean <laughs> I think that um, what can be interesting is getting that that mag- that nice magic number of influences and and people that you emulate, and that's going to be hard for us to give you because it's that's a, a that's a, a a changing target, a moving target. Um, but it's not a thousand, and it's not one. And I think when when the copying comes in, is what we're talking about is is usually people fixate on one person like a Mike Breck Mike Brecker right you know Michael Brecker is amazing but Michael Brecker played his thing no you're never going to be better than Michael Brecker playing Michael Brecker stuff you yeah. know Herbie Hancock I think for the piano is probably the equivalent would, would is he the most kind of copied he's you know, so darn hard to copy, I mean though. it depends on the generation yeah. Herbie's hard to copy I feel like a lot of people have have copied Chick or yeah. Brad Meldow for my generation. Yeah. A lot of kids when I was growing up were like, yeah. really wanted to be Brad Meldow. The great. The great Brad Meldow, <laughs> which is cool. Um, yeah. I think the key with this, man, this is this is the thing is you have to be, as you're sort of learning this language and learning from the masters that you love and, and paying attention to that, you got to pay attention to your own sound and develop uh, that. I like that. You know what I mean? Like, what is it about your playing that makes it unique? What is it about you that you are adding that's not what Michael Brecker is adding. Even if you love Michael Brecker and you're emulating him, what what is it that's still in your sound that is not his? Right. And then developing that, you know, yep. that's that's its own thing too. Find yourself within the 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 those that you are lionizing. Maybe that's taking to the lion's jaws. To find, <laughs> I don't know. Pick yeah. out some <laughs> some gazelle flesh for yourself. Right. No, but maybe it's taking some of his concepts, whether that's like you know the pentatonic patterns or whatever. He's he's you know has that you love but um you know making really internalizing them and making your your own thing out of them practicing them your own way doing it in the way that you know works on your hands physically what works on your instrument you know um and uh, getting back to i know we've been referencing a lot but uh uh, jeffrey keezer talked about this a little bit too about he's he, he talked about you know study my concepts but turn them into your own exercise make make your own yeah. sound out of them i think that's really wise advice it is you know it is because this music is not plug and play <laughs> it is not plug <laughs> from, and from play that standpoint and then it's fun i like i love this idea this concept that you're bringing in of of finding yourself and developing your own originality through studying others but also you know as like parallel tracks as you're going not looking at them as separate projects like okay once i learn some other stuff then i'll find myself that that can be something that you're always working on and yeah. i think the way we talk about it and, and teach it often is just with this concept of practice performing every day every day that you practice which should be every day um should be you know time sent, spent maybe transcribing learning a solo working on on repertoire working on some technique yep. you know all the things we talk about but then there should always be performing and that if you have a gig you can just do it at the gig if you don't have a gig that day it could be, say, the tune you're working on for repertoire or the tune you're working on for the solo. 
just play the tune yeah. like you're playing it on a gig. But this is a great time to get in touch with. This is not the time to be like, oh, now I'm going to practice all the Michael Brecker stuff that I learned. No, you're putting that out of your mind. You're just playing. You're just playing. You're being you. Yeah. You know, you know what? You know what? Some things, uh, something you could do that would help this is at the end of your practice session, just open up your phone, press record on your voice memo. Perform to that voice memo. That's great. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Act like you're making a recording session. Yeah. Don't try to fit in what you just practiced. Like then you listen said. back and be super judgy. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> actually, you should be hypercritical yeah. at that point. Well, that and that's something that we haven't been talking enough about. I'm glad you brought that up is just recording and listening. I used to always preach this. I don't know why I kind of, I kind of fell off it. I don't know. I'm feeling less dogmatic with that. But that's great. It's painful. It sucks. It's yeah. painful until you get good. Even when you're good, it's, it's still painful. The key to it is to Can't take be. your ego out of it. Yeah. Is to not feel, and, and I mean on both ends of the spectrum, like don't pat yourself too much on the on the back when you play something you like. Note it and be like, I like that. I want to do more of that. Yeah. Uh, and then don't beat yourself up over sounds that you don't like. That's right. You know? Because the stuff that sounds good is not as good as you think it nope. is. And the stuff that sounds bad is not as bad as you think most likely. All you're doing is tweaking things that you want to bring up and yeah. things that you want to highlight. I like it. A little so, bit of solo optimization. A little, little bit of solo optimization. <laughs> so just be as as neutral as you can possibly be when you listen back to recordings of yourself like this. Yep. Perform to that to that to that um, you know recording and then listen back with a a neutral ego of almost like you're listening to someone else like oh, I didn't I didn't really like that part of it. Yeah. But you know now you have control to change that. Yep. You know, take those out of your plan. Ooh, I like it. You got, you got a little dogmatic there. I'm like, take them out of your plane. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I like it. Uh, all right, great stuff. So um, what do we got? What do we have house cleaning, housekeeping? Uh, well, my kitchen's kind of a mess. Oh, uh, for the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we have our uh, you'll hear it.com. That's where you can go and leave us a voice message right. on our uh, answering machine. Yeah. You can write us a question or come in and just pop in and say hi. Let us know what you're practicing. Let us know what you want to hear on future episodes of You'll Hear It. Yeah. We want this to be a listener-driven show. Yeah. And it, and it pretty much is yep. at this yep. point. It's great. Um, we have some, some new uh, ratings and reviews. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> uh, we have a little bit from north of the border, Canada. Oh, yeah. Also known as Canada. I thought you were going to maybe say Iowa, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not north of the Missouri border. Got it. Missouri. Um, and this is from Dr. Heater. But when I first looked at this, <laughs> you I hope he's, a, I hope he's a pitcher. <laughs> I thought it was Dr. Hater at first. I was like, what? Five stars <laughs> oh, from Dr. Hater. <laughs> uh, that's going to be the name of my funk band. Yeah, Dr. Heater. I like it. From, uh, from Canada on iTunes. You Gotta Hear It is the title to this review. That's okay. good. All right. uh-huh. Five stars. Love this podcast. I look forward to listening to it each day. Peter and Adam are so knowledgeable and enthusiastic about all things music and jazz. They make learning fun and possible for anyone. I give it five stars. You can't give anything less. Apparently, eight. Smiley face. Oh, he's going all the way to eight. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. that's unnecessary. Seven will do. <laughs> that's right. Well, he's Dr. Heater, man. He's, he, he's, <laughs> he's bringing the everything heat. Everything goes to the He's bringing the heat with that review. So thank you, sir or ma'am. Yeah, it could be yeah. sir or ma'am. Yeah. Sir or ma'am. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's 2018. <laughs> hey, I'm usually the politically correct one around here. All right. Well, I mean, heater, Dr. Heater, that did sound kind of masculine. Well, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Anyway, thank you, person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, are we still running our special with uh, reviews since we've mentioned reviews? We are. Yeah, because you know why? Because our listeners are special. So we're running a special. <laughs> That's how that works. Uh, take a screenshot of your rating and review. And it doesn't have to be five stars. 
or six or seven or eight, although we prefer those. I it mean, can be anything. Yeah. But just let, just know if you take a screenshot of a one-star review where you're spreading hate instead of heat, the, the, the T-shirt you get is not going to be as nice as the other folks' T-shirts. Like, let's be honest about this. <laughs> I mean, we're not getting a T-shirt. I mean, everybody's for, a winner, but yeah. not everyone gets nah, first place. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but anyway, hit us up on Twitter at at Hey Open Studio or Instagram at Hey Open Studio with this with a picture yeah. of the screenshot. Totally. All right. Cool. And until next time, you will hear it. Hear it.